Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King Airport Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NF mother effing L. Dave! Just the two of us today. I know. Season four of the Jim and the King Airport Podcast. really four. Season four, man. Jeez. Still going. We've still not made a penny. <laughs> well, I have. We've lost maybe, a few. Maybe you have. <laughs> I'd never tell you <laughs> if we made any money out of this, but uh, yeah, great. It's great to be back. We're a few members down, but you know that's for it's the pre-season, yep. so you know the starters don't usually come in until <laughs> week one. They've left us out on our own, fighting for a roster spot. Yeah, um, before I make the practice squad. Yep. So it's we're only two weeks away, really, from the start of the NFL season. Uh, we're not going to talk about the pre-season because pre-season is just an audition for players that you know on the bubble for the most part. Yeah. So instead of that, we're going to do today an AFC preview. Next week, we'll do an NFC preview, and then that'll go straight into week one, basically, after that. Yeah. And you never know, we might see more members of the crew turn up before that. I hope so. Yeah. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. They send their apologies. But uh, Punk Raiders currently uh, holding out. He's got the wrong size microphone. <laughs> so... Before yeah, before we go into the AFC uh, preview day, yeah. I wanted to talk about um, a couple of divas that have. Uh, so this up, will I be during this preseason. So this will be Philly Sai and the King, <laughs> and the King. Yeah, and the King's a wrong size helmet. These are the <laughs> these are the biggest divas since those two in yeah. the NFL. Um, I'm going to start with uh, a previous favourite of mine, Mr. Antonio Big Chest Brown. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's causing all sorts of problems over in Oakland. And I'm not surprised, but uh, if anyone's been watching this, they're on Hard Knocks because Hard Knocks love chasing uh, a circus. They were at the Browns last year, Rams the year before that, you know, just love love misery. So they're in Oakland, and Antonio Brown has not played a game yet for them in the preseason, despite signing a massive contract. It was a three-year, $50.125 million contract that included just a one million dollar signing bonus is that it just one million dollar it was yeah which poor is, guy well it might work out more for, than for the Raiders the in year. this respect he turns up in a hot air balloon yeah and he's got frostbite on his foot from a cryo session yeah and now he's filing his second grievance as we're recording this against the NFL because they don't want him to wear an unsafe helmet and he's insisting on wearing an unsafe helmet yeah the helmet's uh, 10 years old Oh, more than ten years old, and therefore he can no yeah. longer wear it. It's, it's. We both know it's not about the helmet, though. This no. is, this is just him using the excuse to make it all about well, look, Antonio Brown right now. They. So, from what I understand, the NFL banned fifteen helmets last, uh, fifteen different lots of helmets last year, mm-hmm. and one of them was one that Brady wore. Yeah. And at certain points during the season last year, Brady would swap yep. between plays uh, or between drives to from the old helmet to the new helmet. Mm-hmm. So part of me is well, saying year to, they gave him a year's yeah, grace. Yeah, they gave him a year's grace. They're not giving Antonio Brown a year's grace. <sighs> They're just saying you can't use it. So part of me is kind of going It's he, not he, about the helmet day. He, I know, it's part of it is He's being saying, a diva. Well, this is let, the circus they bought. But part of it is about how like his it's grievance not. is about the helmet. So what I'd love what I'd love the NFL to do is go, "Okay, you got a year." Then come back. So you've got a year. But they told him a year ago about the helmet change. Anyway. Not that one. No, 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 they didn't. But they, they told the helmet change. They told everyone about the helmet change. change. That wasn't on Let's the stop list. Saying helmet change now. That wasn't on too the many list. Times for a <laughs> for a, a, a half not competent something NFL that's not an R-rated podcast. Exactly. Exactly. 
let's let's break it down, okay? Antonio Brown doesn't really care. All right, he can talk about safety, but the whole point of changing it is because the new ones are more safe. Yeah. This is a guy who's had a concussion wearing yeah. the old helmet. So why he's coming out now and saying that he's you know he's going to sue the league if he gets another concussion? He's already been told he can't do it. Yeah. So this is just but is that, is this that is not somewhat of a contradiction? He's I want to wear my. He's had one training session with Derek Carr and realised what he's got thrown at him, and I'm he's not like, having "I'm not that. having this. I'm not having that." <laughs> so, <laughs> so what he's got is he wants to wear his old helmet, which the NFL are saying is less safe, mm-hmm. and he's going to sue them yep. unless he can wear his less safe helmet. Yes. If he gets a concussion. Yeah. Now, imagine you're talking to a four-year-old. Is that not <laughs> the biggest contradiction in terms? Then what the fudge is... What do you want to know? I don't know. It is what I it mean, is. It, it's got to the stage now, though, Dave. I don't know if you've been following on Twitter, but there's a... No. Uh, a, <laughs> there is a Twitter account that spread out a fake story about Antonio Brown after that second grievance filing, yeah. saying that he'd contacted Mike Mayock and basically insisted that they hire Colin Kaepernick as the starter. Mayock said no, and then he retired from the NFL in protest. That now, of would course, be amazing. That's ridiculous. That but would be amazing. It's a bit like a parody Donald Trump account. You have to kind of double take it to make sure it's the parody account rather than the real one because it's not beyond the realms of possibility that Antonio will say whatever he wants now just to draw attention to himself. See, I, rem- I remember back in, I think it was 2017, um, someone mentioned that they spent 20 minutes watching an Instagram video where he was stroking his hair. <laughs> and I think that somebody was you. I didn't watch a twenty-minute video. I said that's all he posts videos of him stroking his hair and well, you know what I'm messing saying. about, you know. So you've gone from loving him to calling him now a diva and hating him. Yeah, how much of this is sour grapes? And do you honest? know that? Do you know, Dave, that people change over time? <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't changed. He was he started off a Rich dick, Eisen and he's now a dick. On his own show about no. where is that? Where's that old kid that we couldn't get a couldn't get a scholarship and had to go to Eastern Michigan? And he came into the league. He was what a fifth, sixth, sixth round, round pick? pick, something like that. He came into yeah, the league with a massive up. chip on his shoulder, yeah. and there was constantly videos of him working out mm-hmm. when other players had gone home. He yep. was the new Jerry Rice, not in terms of talent, but in terms of that work. Because yeah. that's what Jerry Rush was famous for. Yeah. And that somewhat seems to have gone now. Well, I know that, obviously that kid is gone. That I know kid that has left we, the building. We can't he can't do those kinds of workouts now because he decided to go into a cryogenics chamber with no shoes on. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be an expert to know that that's not gonna end well. Mm. Um and until his feet get circumcised, he, he can't do those kinds of workouts. His words, not mine. Okay. So it's, it's di- I mean I, I kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt and I wish Punk was Why? here just so we could I know Punk should be here for many reasons to hear about <laughs> it but again the fact is he he hasn't caught a ball for them yet how no. much of this is just noise because there's nothing else really going on in the NFL but the fact Ooh. is we've got a holdout by one of the premier running backs that's taking second place because of this yeah and there's another team in the AFC who signed a diva wide receiver and we've heard nothing about it like no. literally nothing and you'd expect that OBJ would be in the headlines too, and he's just, he's just not. Well, he came out today basically saying that the Giants traded him thinking he was going there to die, basically, in the Browns. And they've got the old-style theory about the front office. You know, They drafted the, that way with Daniel Jones, and they got a, an older way of looking at the league. Yeah. It's probably not in, in step with what's going on right now. But yeah, you're right. OBJ's gone in. He wants to prove a point. Antonio Brown isn't looking to prove a point apart from you know to up his brand 
and that's the real problem for for us as NFL fans I think because he is an electric player when he gets on the field he'll catch anything he's still got the talent to be a top three wide receiver yeah but it's what he does on the sideline it's what he does outside of that as well outside of the stadium you have got a problem on your hands and that's what Oakland have bought you know and a person you like Colin Coward always says you know good franchises move on from those players and it's the bad franchises that put up with them and and unfortunately Oakland are painting themselves into a bit of a corner here because what can they do now well he's holding out so if they decide to send him the five day letter which basically says you're going from the um, active not playing list to the non-active playing list they can shut him down for the whole season which means not only has he got to pay back the, th- the million pound signing bonus but he doesn't get his 14 million for the year and they could then look to, well he wouldn't want to wait around for a second season he'd try and go somewhere else but you know yeah, but all that money is not liable to be paid basically by the Raiders no and they I mean all they in terms of draft picks they didn't invest two firsts or a first I think it was a third and a sixth or yeah, something it yeah, wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't a huge amount so for the Raiders they can get an out there's not a huge mm. amount of it that's guaranteed but there's egg on your face yeah I mean to a certain degree I mean what's the biggest egg on your face letting Matt go or <laughs> for me I mean that, that that's the biggest <laughs> that's the biggest problem for me you didn't pay a generational player yeah but you did pay a wide receiver a pain in the ass wide receiver yeah I don't get 30, that a, one who's over 30 years old already yeah I mean I don't get that I really I just don't get it the raid away well, maybe I mean even when they were successful in what was what? it the 1920s or something <laughs> it was still carnage I mean when Madden yeah. was there it was still the raid away was to be the rogues you know the out yeah the Lala Zedos you know yeah that, so it's nothing's really changed on that from that perspective but the fact is it's it's a bit of a strange one letting Matt go and now he's tearing it up in Chicago it is, is a franchise haunted by its past and it's not even as good as past as the Steelers or the Packers you know they've got their own problems with their history yeah so. <laughs> edit that bit out yeah <laughs> is he hungry that's because she's curious she's got new smells oh, she's... Okay. you're going to shut up now go on alright sorry sorry so, yeah, you never, you never your your cat, your dog meowing. <laughs> so anyway, we've uh, that's AB anyway. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. I mean, do you actually think he's going to play for the Raiders? Yes. You do. I think he's too good. If it was, if he was Demarius Thomas, right. that, that level. Yeah. Then no, I don't think he would. Okay. If he was um, Mike Evans again, yeah. that level. Mike Evans is bloody good, mm-hmm. but he's not AB. Mm. then probably not they get rid of him but he is as you say one of the top three wide receivers in the league and looking at the Raiders last season the one thing that they didn't have one of the several <laughs> things that they didn't have was a good wide receiver because he was in Dallas tearing it up sure so for me he will play they're going to have to put up with him they're they? going to have to they, they knew what, I think it's that thing you know what you're buying if well, you go into a car dealership and you buy an Alpha you know what you're buying you know exactly what you're buying. It's going to be really nice to drive. It's going to be lovely to drive, but it's going to break down every five minutes. Yeah. And it's the same with AB. You know exactly what you're buying. It's going to be exciting when it works, and when it doesn't, it's going to be a pain. It's completely at odds with the rest of their draft class, though. When you look at it, they're all kind of leaders, solid, you know, 
run apart through from Jonathan Abraham, he's an idiot. No, yeah. it's the same thing. He is still a leader on the team. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's move on from Antonio Brown. You know, you haven't told me how much Big Ben's the problem in the locker room, though. I couldn't care less. That's why. <laughs> Eat those words, a, Dave. I never Eat said that. <laughs> I just said he's a good offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the other big diva of the week, and that is, of course, Ezekiel Elliott. Melvin Gordon. Oh, okay. Ezekiel, not, not Melvin Gordon. We'll do. <laughs> he's he's a diva time. as well. He he's old bit. now. He's an idiot. He's a little bit. But he's, he's in a bad position. Not as big an idiot as Ezekiel Elliott. Let's yeah. face it. Uh, Zeke signed a four-year, twenty-four point nine five six million dollar contract with the Cowboys. Which included the sixteen point three five million signing bonus. Twenty four point five million was guaranteed on this contract, okay. Now he's getting close to the end of his contract. That was signed uh, two thousand sixteen, yeah. His base fifth? salary was only Is he fifth overall pick? Third, I think. Four, no, fourth. Fourth, fourth overall pick. pick. Um so yeah, he's getting close to the end of his contract, and that's why he's <laughs> in typical Zeke fashion, he's holding out a year too early to really do anything about this. Yeah. Um 2020, he's due to get nine million uh, in base salary, and in 2021 he'll be an unrestricted free agent. The problem is, running backs, as we've shown with Le'Veon Bell, have no real power when it comes to negotiating because you can pick up anyone off the street, and they seem to be able to fit into a lot of schemes. Yeah. So the the disparity between a good running back and an ordinary running back is not that much. I mean, for the fact no. that. He, you replace Le'Veon Bell, who was seen as being a consensus overall first pick in fantasy. Oh, it's amazing! With James Conner, yeah, who most people probably hadn't heard heard of before. Genuinely, um, I had. Well, he was he's, a Pittsburgh guy. He's a so. Pittsburgh guy, so you're bound to. But the general, <laughs> the, the bloke on the street probably never heard of him. Oh yeah, but he was like a third that, round pick. So that yeah, will never work. Right. That yeah. will never work. Guess what? It worked mm-hmm. because you've got a great O line that can create gaps for him. Denver had an unrestricted free agent walk into the building and get over a thousand yard season. Yeah. Kareem it Hunt can, goes exactly. in suspension from the Chiefs. Damon Williams comes in, gets a touchdown yep. every game. Exactly. So it can be done. It's also really weird because the Cowboys obviously love Zeke, despite all of the, the bad press he gets and all of the stupid stories that come out, you know, with him being an idiot. Um, it's not like they weren't saying they were going to give him a new contract when his five years was up. Yeah. But he's trying to do it now when they're trying to re-sign Dak. And unfortunately, a, a, a quarterback that can get you to the playoffs, which he's done, you know, he might not be a top tier quarterback, but a lot of teams would kill for a Dak Prescott style uh, safe quarterback. You know, you need to give him a contract. Yeah. And they're they're negotiating with him at the moment. Obviously, there's some silly numbers being banded around, but yeah. Really, when you look at the way the merry-go-round goes around with uh, with quarterback contracts, it's only a matter of time before someone's getting that forty million a year. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, you know. I mean, the average now is what twenty seven or something stupid like yeah. that. It's not. Yeah, forty million is not ridiculous, and and that would be signing bonuses and other playing bonuses going into. It's not going to be base salary at forty million, or unless like you're that, so. the Minnesota Vikings. Then of course it will be <laughs> completely guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. That's worked <laughs> um, out well. Yeah, so ESPN's uh, Justina Anderson reported Zeke doesn't plan to play without a new contract. So he's got two years and thirteen million remaining on his rookie contract. They're not just going to sit him for two years. That's not well, going to no, happen. They're not. He's going to be back this season. He's going to play this season. And Jerry Jones is in the Did you see what he said the other day? <laughs> he said Zeke who? Zeke who? <laughs> Everyone just burst out laughing. That's not going to go down well with the guy whose ego is the size of this house. Well, it hasn't. It hasn't. And the, the weird thing is, well, if you read the rest of the article, the, the interview with, with Jerry Jones, he blatantly I, spent the next three minutes explaining how it's not a joke and we love Zeke and we want to get a deal done. 
I didn't. So I haven't read the article. I saw the interview, but the interview that I saw was just that section of it. Oh, and I, I don't. I off. wasn't. I wasn't on social media, so I yeah, I haven't seen anything else of it. So no, again, he he said yeah, I was just joking. He said in that same interview straight right, away okay. afterwards. He said, "You know, we all love Zeke, and we want him to be in the in the in the building for a long time." The thing is, running backs should be paid more, in my opinion. I think they should be paid more. It's a because, tough job. Well, it's a tough job. It's a thankless job as well because you've got idiots like us who sit there going, anyone can do it. Anyone could do it. When, in fact, <laughs> a good, I can tell you, a good running back and a bad running back, they can be the difference yeah. because they make the throwing, they make the air game so much more easier. Mm. I mean, we went from Devontae Booker and CJ Anderson to having um, Freeman <laughs> and Lindsay. Lindsay. So it, it, it can make all that difference. Yeah. The issue is that as an average salary position, they're second lowest behind long snappers mm. in the NFL. Mm. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. And yet, <laughs> you've got guys who can be can classed as generational players and are going to get into the Hall of Fame quicker than punters and kickers get get paid less on but average. It's like, it's like the King says, you know, it's a much shorter lifespan in the yeah. NFL. And well, that's the problem is you don't see those players at running back last 10, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, because every single play you get you get a hit you get hit on ev- almost every unless it's a run unless it's a touchdown you get hit yeah. on every single play yeah and a good a good top class running backs getting 25 25 carries a season uh 25 carries a game yeah and then then where they're not actually getting that carry they're blocking mm. so you're constantly getting hit and hit and hit and hit so i understand why they want money asap because they're not going to play for years and years and years it's understandable the problem is zeke is in a really weird position that Although he is a great running back, he's got so many red flags. Yeah. I, I would not be comfortable with him as my running back if I was a Cowboys fan. No. I mean, and, and the other problem he had was that Tony Pollard came in during the preseason, rushed for 42 yards and a touchdown in a 14-10 victory over the Rams on Saturday, which led to the Jerry The Rams are notorious for not playing anyone off decent in, in preseason. <laughs> so don't... It's preseason, it man. Let's, no, it does matter. Come on. It doesn't matter. It just, it just sh- shows, though, that, you know... There are other players there. And, you know, I, I don't know if I'd be willing to pay it now. The fact that he's kind of... And he came out afterwards, his agent came out saying he felt disrespected by the comments and everything, you know. I've never Read seen... Read the an, rest of the comment. I've never seen an NFL agent do an interview before. Like, generally. No? All right. You don't really normally see it. Drew Rosenhaus is a media whore. I've seen this guy do like nine interviews yeah. in the past week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's earning his money. He's earning his commission. Well, Bless him. He's doing something. Yeah. Anyway. Do you think he'll sign? Do you think there'll be a new contract on the way? Or do you think he'll come back on the I old contract? I don't know, contract? because they've got a lot of players to, to pay Yeah. in Dallas. I think they'll they'll get a deal done for Dak because he's a bit of a choir boy. Um, it probably won't be 40. It might be close to 38 or something. Um purely because he has got them to an AFC championship. Uh, well, he got them top in the AF, in the NFC championship a couple of years ago. You know, he can always point to the lack of wide receiver talent to throw at uh, as a reason for lack of production last year. And so, yeah, he did all right, considering it was... The first season, he you know, he was very, very good. Well, he came in as a fourth he round. Forced, yeah, he forced yeah. Romo to retire almost. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think they'll get Dak done, but then they've also got a lot of defensive players to pay. Yeah. So I don't know. I, as much as they love Zeke, and they clearly do, uh, I would counter against, or I would counsel them not to re-sign Zeke. 
and uh, see how he gets on somewhere else. Yeah, if it was me, I wouldn't be. You can go to the Bengals. <laughs> they've, got, they've got Joe Mixon. Oh, imagine a night out with Joe Mixon and Zeke Elliott. Oh, oh, Christ. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. Um, so, what about Melvin Gordon? Well, he's just uh, testing the water, isn't he? So, I think Is he? Because he's demanded a trade. He said, I want a trade. I mean, there's no one's going to pick him up because you can only offer him a one-year contract now. The thing is, I don't mind a player that, like you said, they're in it for the short term. They need to get as much as they can. So if he feels he's in a position where he can get a trade but he can't. and get more money... No one's going to trade for him. Oh, no one in their right mind's going to trade for him. Yeah, but someone's told him he can. So no, if he thinks he can... I mean, Le'Veon took a year off and yeah. he didn't quite get the money he would have got. Well, he lost out on 40 million or seven, right? Mm. But, you know, he eventually has got paid. He has gone to a place that wants him to play. And uh, let's see what he does this season. But it's not easy for a, a running back. Especially, Melvin when Gordon, you, especially when you've got the Jets O-line. <laughs> well, they got a bit better on the off-season. But mm. uh, Melvin Gordon is a top five running back, should we say that? Mm. He's a, a stretch. A stretch. He's a stud running back. Yeah. I think that, you know, it'd be a shame if he doesn't play for the charge of the season. Not for me. Well, for you, though. No. <laughs> and for me, I'm an I've got two holdouts in my no, division. Not... I can't wait. I know, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the AFC, shall we, then, yep. Dave? Let's move on to the main part of today's uh, podcast. And that is looking at the AFC, the 16 teams that occupy that conference, and uh, what we think is happening in the four divisions. Shall we start with the AFC East? Uh, Our least favourite division of all mm. time, I'm guessing. Yes. Not going to spend too long in here. Uh, obviously, the Patriots won the Super Bowl again. Now have a 42-year-old Tom Brady throwing the ball. Uh, they went 11 and five last season in the regular, uh, which meant they were third best. Yeah, third best team in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, what do we think? Are they going to do? Are they going back to the Super Bowl this year? They'll be in the playoffs. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They'll win the division. Um, the offensive line last season was very, very good. Mm. Um, they shipped one of their players off to the Detroit Raiders Lions. and the Raiders as well one of their offensive linemen he's now the highest played lineman in the league okay. Jamie I can't remember what his name was but him anyway <laughs> and they've replaced him because they've drafted a couple of linemen and they've got Isaiah Wynn from they've picked up Michael Bennett as well yep from got Isaiah Wynn from last year um, who didn't play any of last season because he was out injured and he's coming back so there's another offensive lineman they've got there right um, they don't have many wide receivers although great timing because uh, Gordon's back Josh, Josh Gordon's Gordon, back yeah. how long he'll last no one knows up in smoke yep. he'll be gone by week three either by injury or through suspension again yeah he just can't help himself we, he, we saw him last year he got back into the league and he walked away from the team after a few weeks you know? yeah um, it's it's a, a, a bit of a tragedy really because we saw boy. his one great season Mm. Um, and it's just you know, a shame really we're not going to see it too often mm. although if he's in the Patriots uniform I'm quite glad I'm not seeing it to be honest yeah. so well, he might have one or two games but what's interesting otherwise wide receivers they don't have a huge amount now I mean I have no doubt that someone's going well, they picked gonna... up Nikhil Harry with the first round pick this year yeah but they don't what else do they have I mean they've had um... so Demarius Thomas has just turned up there yeah, Demarius Thomas is. They're not going to register Josh him as a player. Julian Edelman no, no, no. is back. Ed, yeah, Edelman's only just come back from injury, and yep. Demarius Thomas is still out injured. It's not going to not going to register him as a player. Two yard throw and a seven yard run. No, no, no. Demarius Thomas is not going to be registered as a player because he's going to be out injured. He'll come back and he'll be on um, the special reserve squad or whatever they've got. Yeah. Okay. So he's not going to be there straight away, and tight end, which they've 
always utilised. They've got Austin Safari Jenkins, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and Matt Lacoste. That's pretty much what they're working with at the moment. So I'm not necessarily sure that they're going to be as hot in the wide receiver department as they would. Well, they're yeah. going to be very, very run heavy this year. And Until don't be the surprised when Grant comes back at retirement for the playoffs. I have no doubt that that will that happen, happen as well. <laughs> that, yeah. that will happen. In but. December, is going to be uh, you're going to be seeing that big arm strap coming back. <laughs> yeah, for me, they win the division. Oh, um, please give me a reason why they can't win the division. Uh, they've got a 42 year old quarterback. <laughs> I've got, yeah, that's that's literally <laughs> it. I mean, they've got the best coach in football. Um, that for me is the um, the only reason. Yeah, and the best O line coach as well, Dante Scarnecchia. Um, yeah, kind probably. Of annoying. That that's why Brady lasts as long as he has. Uh, let's move on then to the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Um, very good draft uh, class they got this year. Yes, and Oliver, good free agency as well. Number nine, freak at defensive tackle. Cody Ford showed up their O line. Uh, Devin Singletary looks okay as a running back. They got Christian Wade, the ex rugby player. Yeah, uh, having a bit of fun in the preseason. And I'd they've like, got a 90-year-old running back, Frank Gore. They do have Frank Gore as well. Missed they've concussion. even got LeSean McCoy still, but he might be in prison by the time the season starts. So <laughs> we'll wait and see on that one. Um, I'd like to, as much as I'm happy that Christian Wade and any rugby player has had a chance and is, uh, is putting up some highlight tape, I would like to say that it is happening in the fourth quarter of preseason games in week yep. one and two. Um, a, a co- an NFL coach will only look at that with, you know, I think very. very I, was, you know, I was talking to someone about this. They don't know what's going on there. I don't. I think it's it's impressive the fact he's breaking tackles. Yeah, but you expect any running back to be able to do that. That's not what I'm impressed by. When he's running forward, what I'm really impressed by is the fact that he's stopping. It's the hesitation. Yeah, and it's showing that he's seeing the game's already slowed down for him. When a lot of people come into the league for the first time, the game's very very quick, mm-hmm. and they just just run at the hole, just run at the hole. He's already got that progression of going of seeing the game being played at his pace and being able to slow down and knowing when to go and that that's a big big thing but he is facing third stringers in the fourth quarter of a preseason game but he can only I, do I, it I'd want it to be true yeah no absolutely I, I, he can only do it against who he's on the well. field against he can only do it who, who he's playing that's yeah, it yeah. and no, if no, he does get cut well. by the Bills he'll get picked up by someone without a doubt whether it'll only be practice squad or whatever it'll be he will get picked up you'd hope so I hope so yeah um other than that, I'm still I'm still worried about their quarterback. I'm still not sold on Josh Allen. I know some people. I like I, I again I find him really entertaining to watch. I love watching Josh Allen because you never know what's going to happen. Was your quarterback? No, um, <laughs> and I've got I've got Joe Flacco. I'm a Flackaholic. You're a Flackaholic. So, but they've got they've now got wide receivers. Got Cole Beasley, who they've signed. So it's a bit more of an option. Right. Yeah. Whereas last season, who was he throwing at? Because I can't think of any names off the top of my head, really. <laughs> so it's going to make it a bit easier. But they uh, they could be. Sneaky good in terms of that division. I mean, yeah, they could. Yeah, I don't think they will, but they no, could. Well, that that defense is scary. Yes, because they had some good players in the secondary before that draft, and they've just got a generational player there. As a Broncos fan, what I can tell you though, you can have a good defense. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're on the field for seventy percent of the time, it doesn't matter. No. So that's one thing. Yes, they can have a great defense. But the offense has to give them time off. They there's, they there's have a, to have it. There's a mental thing about all three of the other AFC's teams in that they need to yeah. think that they can win games rather than just accept that they're probably going to lose. You know? Well, I mean, 
the Dolphins, if we segment now to Let's the Dolphins, to the, Dolphins yeah. the Dolphins have this ability to beat the Patriots at home. They have yeah. a history of doing it. They yeah. do. But the Dolphins also have this history of for those, uh, losing those every other game. As soon as they go north, as soon as they go um, to Buffalo, as soon as they go uh, to New England, they just they lose. They, mm. they, they, you never see them. I mean, they're always one on your accumulator that you put in straight away. So, <laughs> And this season is going to be no different whatsoever. Oh, there's been quite a few changes going on there. We've now got Brian Flores as the head coach. Great. Who's got, got a quarterback, Jim? Josh Rosen. Is the starting quarterback? Uh, he won't start. I don't think he'll start. I think Fitzpatrick will start. <sighs> There's no point in playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. We know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is now. Stop falling for. I'm not. I <laughs> think they'll start Ryan no Fitzpatrick. One Week one, I think they'll start him. I'm not saying that they should. I think they will. Josh Rosen, okay, had a rough deal in Arizona. Now, I'm no not doubt. Josh, you know I'm not a Josh Rosen. No player. doubt. I agree with you 100%. All right. And I think that he's got a better chance of succeeding in Miami. Yes, I agree. So there we go. So I think actually it's not going to be as bad as you think it is. No, no, no. I think he should start and I would start him. Yeah. But I don't think he will. All right. I think Fitz that's will start. A, that's a Denver day you've predicted, yes. is it? I'm starting early this year. <laughs> yeah, I think Fitz will start. There's no point in starting right this, Patrick. I agree. Um, <laughs> I think they are the candidate to be one of the worst teams in the AFC this year. Ooh. Throwing that one out. Yeah. There's, they've got holes all over their side. All over. Defense, offense, the whole lot. I don't know about that. Mm. I, don't know, I think they've got an all right spine now in the defense. Christian Wilkins is a great pickup. I like Mick Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I think very, very good player. Yeah, but he doesn't have a safety really there to look after him because I think he's you need his rookie corner. He should be, but he's not. He's playing at corner and he's playing mm. at shallow corner as well. They've got so, is it Raekwon Smith as well? Though? The as no, no, Raekwon Smith's at um, Raekwon. Yeah, he's Raekwon. The two of them. There's a Raekwon and the Roquan. I don't know. Raekwon's the best. One, one of them's at the best. Raekwon. <laughs> yeah, but Raekwon's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I've only just got used to the fact there's two Josh Allens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. And the quarterback one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, one's running back. One's a defensive end. No, no. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Let's move on then to the, the other team in the AFC East. The team with the best quarterback in this division. The New York Jets. Yeah. The Jets. I like the Jets. Yeah, Mark Sanchez isn't there anymore. Oh, you know, I'll no, retract so my statement then. Retract that right now. No, I think got, <laughs> Sam yeah. Darnold is the best quarterback in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, okay. I think they, if they can lean on that offense and the offensive line holds up, they can be a very, very good team to watch. Their defense is crap. It's utter, Did you see they crap. the best player in the draft this year? Quinn and Williams... Is Aaron Donald Mark II? That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But then yeah. all you've got to do is get it out within three or four seconds. He's not then impacting the game. He's a generational talent. That's great. That's yeah. great. But when you've got no one playing at corner, no one half decent playing at corner, I'm sorry, it's not going to make any difference. What well, says you? It says, well, well, that's kind of what I'm here for. <laughs> well, so, no, hang on. No, I, I think if you can get, if you can unsettle the quarterback, you can have average corners and and deal with it it's what the Panthers managed when they got to the Super Bowl right they but they also had a quarterback corners. who could run they had Josh Gordon uh, Josh Norman but yeah we also had a quarterback who could run a thousand yards a season the defense. well I'm just saying that they, you could lean off that the fact is that there's going to be a huge amount of time when the defense is on the is on the field for a long time well, they've got Le'Veon Bell now they've got 
you know, Sam Darnold's got a second year under his belt coming up. Mm. They've got now uh, Mr. Adam Swivelyard-Gase as the okay. coach. Okay, look at the defence and tell me there's talent there. Tell me there's genuine talent. Yeah. No. Quinn and Williams. I just told you. One player. <laughs> I'm not having it. I would have told you Darren Lee, but he went to the Chiefs this offseason. Yeah, I so. think they've got uh, is it Jamal Adams as well. Yeah, He's Jamal Adams. La- come on, Jamal yeah. So there's two great, good players on defence. I mean, not being funny, but last year Arizona had Patrick Peterson and... He's not on D Ford. He's just signed for them. I can't remember who it was. They had two Chandler good players Jones. on their defence, Chandler Jones. So two very, very good players. Surrounded by absolute blancmange. <laughs> See, the Jets are always one of the kind of enigma teams, aren't they? You know, they they're expected to tank and they don't tank. You know, yeah. they win like four or five games and expected to win one. You know, there is a chance. The four and twelve. You, last if you're year. saying they've got the best quarterback in the division, which is a very bold statement, then is it for right now? Is it I right? Right now, he's the best quarterback in that division. Right now, pure talent. Look. <laughs> Far bit for me for trying to I'm not, right. not take a stab at Tom Brady, but I'm right. You that know is, I'm right. That is a bold statement. It's not. It. Come on, you know what? Josh that Allen, Fitz, <laughs> Rosen, forty-two-year-old man. <laughs> if it was just forty-two-year-old man, but it's Tom Brady. Who cares? <laughs> we have to care. All right. So, a certain time it has to. All right. Steelers get offered a one-year loan. No. Do you take Donald or Brady? Which one are you oh, taking? Oh, that's ridiculous. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm right. Anyway, I've got. I've got hopes for the Jets. So, I'm not saying it's going to work, but who do you, like who do you think wins games. the division? Uh, silence is great on the podcast. Um, it works really well. But I know that if I say the wrong answer, it's going to come back and bite me. It, no, much, no, no, no. It should be the Patriots, shouldn't it? Because it's always the bloody Patriots. Dude, I, I had the Panthers to go... I know you did. Yeah. Which is, you looked ridiculous for saying it. Oh, it's so, no worse than anything else I've said. On the first podcast of the season. Um... I can't see the Bills getting wins. I can't see the Dolphins getting wins. So, okay, I'm going to say the Jets then. The Jets are going to win it? Yeah, go on, why not? You're ridiculous. <laughs> First podcast, you're ridiculous. No, I'm joking. I think Pats, Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Ah, such an easy pick. But it, Pats. Do you know why it's an easy if, pick? Look, why is it an one, easy pick? But one hit on a 42-year-old away from that being blown open. He hasn't been touched in since 2009. Yeah, I know, but he might get hit once. Yeah, but he might not. <laughs> That's the thing. Hit on a 42-year-old and it's all over. I'm still not having it. Um, it's the obvious pick because it's the obvious pick. I know that's not great insight. The team's just won the Super Bowl. Of course it's the obvious pick. They just play I would like nothing more. That, that wins games. I would like nothing more than to see them get absolutely smashed. Yeah. But I just Rins. don't see it. I hope it happens. Yeah. <laughs> We all Fingers hope it crossed. happens now. They've had enough success. Yes. It's time to step aside. Quite right. Yeah. Bastards. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the AFC North. 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 Okay. Let's start with the Baltimore Ravens then. 10-6 and six last season. Yeah. Uh, lost to the Chargers in the wildcard round uh, when the Chargers basically played with uh, safeties and yeah, cornerbacks and it completely nullified as far up their, the field as possible. Yeah, well, it nullified the running attack of yeah. the, the Baltimore Ravens, which would scare the shit out of me if I was a Ravens fan. Yes. That it took three games, basically, to figure out how to beat my one Well, it, what, it wasn't really three games, because it was about five or six games at the end of the oh, season. Oh, regular season, okay. Yeah, including the regular season. So there was five or six games where their offensive line was creating holes you could drive a truck through. Yeah. The fact that they also have two wide receivers, one of which I called was going to be good, Mark Andrews. Um, tight end. 
I say cornerbacks, I meant tight ends. They've got two tight ends. wide receivers? Who, well, they act as wide receivers <laughs> and blockers. I mean, it is, it's completely different. It's and a nine-man line. I, I really enjoy watching it. It's like watching Taysom Hill. You never know what you're going to get. It's just a running quarterback. I think it's, it's brilliant it's to watch. It's something different. Player. And they're either going to be, they're this year's boom or bust. Yeah. They're either going to be three and 13 or 13 and three. Maybe not to that extreme, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I would be scared. I mean, it, they obviously made steps in the off season uh, to help out Lamar Jackson. First of all, they shipped off Joe Flacco. Yep. So any form of competition is gone. Yep. Uh, then they brought in is, Marquise Brown with the first pick. Is RG three the backup? Or yeah, I think so, so there you go. Yeah. You're not going to have to change too much. He was there last year, wasn't he? So, yeah, uh, yeah. Marquise Brown they picked up from Oklahoma with the 25th pick, uh, and then Miles Boykin in round three uh, from Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame. I think Justice Hill was a good pickup as well, running back. Um, I think from Oklahoma State. He was swapped because they moved down and let Philly move up to 22. Yes. and I think he was picked up with the extra pick. Yeah, Andre Dillard was the uh, move up. So. Yeah, yeah, they picked up Marquis Brown, a uh, bit of a Hollywood Brown. Urgent. Yeah, they need to give him a chance, and so there's a fairly good chance though. All he's going to be doing this season is standing at the line of scrimmage, sprinting for fifty yards, turning Bridge around and friends. walking back. Yeah. Pretty much, he's <laughs> <laughs> just going to be yeah, yeah he's going to be uh, Chris Hogan. That's yeah. what he's done for uh, five years at the Pats. That's literally <laughs> all he's done. And occasionally you get thrown a bone and be like, yeah, yeah, football, yeah. <laughs> no. I, Again, do they trust him though? Are they going to open the playbook to say, "Okay, Lamar, we trust your arm to throw it"? Um, when they had success for a period of time by just running the ball, I wouldn't. You I wouldn't worry. No, I worry about them defensively as well. I mean, they've lost um, T. Suggle, yeah, and C.J. Mosley, I think. So yeah, there's every chance that defensively is probably where their problems are going to lie. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, lost to Darius Smith as well to Green Bay. Um, they did pick up Jalen Ferguson, but I mean, he's just a kind of bog standard defensive end. I think there were better ones in the draft. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. All I can't. Right. I can offer no insight uh, on that. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> he's all right. He's. I don't think he's. Any, I'm not too scared as a Steelers fan of Jalen Ferguson. Maybe I should be, but I'm not. I'm, I was more scared of Terrell Suggs. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I mean, how old Suggs now? Thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-six. Oh Jesus! Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Don't quote me on the exact year, but uh, he's old <laughs> enough to be in ballers. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think it could be either boom or bust. I think that there's been a blueprint shown by the Chargers how to beat the the Ravens. Um, you've got to try it because then you've got to force the them to make him throw it. If he can beat you with his arm, then fair enough. But you've got to stop him on the ground. And if that forget it's the Ravens speed, for a minute, though. Forget it's the Ravens. It's yeah. exciting to watch, isn't it? It's different to watch. It's like a lot of these things. You know, they come in, they have an idea, and it works for a while. But yeah. pretty soon, it gets figured out. And once it's figured out, you've got to move on. And that's why you need a good player but rather than just a gadget player. They've had all of the off season to work on. They have. Changing that. I mean, the they thing have. is, every time you've seen him in preseason, he's not throwing the ball. So you have well, to make the assumption. Too much preseason of the Ravens, to be honest. Well, I can see it. why. Um, <laughs> but you have to sort of make the assumption that they're still running with the same scheme. But there's there's going to be differences to it. They've got two tight ends that can block. They've mm-hmm. got wide receivers who are burners. He can go over the top. And when you've got a wide end wide receiver who is a burner, you can kind of just lob it up there and let him go and get it. We don't know what his hands are like. But it'll be interesting. It's, it, yeah. it's, they're the biggest mystery 
in this division. Oh, absolutely. Potentially in the AFC. Potentially. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be interesting. Put your neck on the line. What's their record this season? What do you reckon? 7-9. 7-9. I think you might be right. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to go five wins. Five wins? All right. Mm. But they could easily just just as easily get 11. I think they'll still finish above the Bengals. Oh, yeah. But I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five to seven. Yeah. I'd be happy if they got five to seven so wins. There's, there's the segue to the Bengals. <laughs> Six right, and ten. Six and ten last last season. Six, how'd they get six wins? Uh, I think they beat you. First. <laughs> now, now they've got first, a new, new head coach first for the season first, without Marvin Lewis. Uh, he's first time he's is that was it twelve fifteen years he was there he was there for yeah, a long time. Arsene Wenger was asking for tips. Yeah, and uh, new coach is I want to say Zach Taylor. He was the well, say it, boy, say coach. it. I think it was Zach. It was either Zach or Ryan, but I think it was Zach Taylor, and he was the quarterback coach at the Rams. Right. Um, and I lo- I want to believe on the surface. I want to believe that they're going to change the culture, and the Bengals aren't going to be Bengalish because they've got rid of um, some Marvin of the people Lewis. who. Well, no, no. Some of the people who have caused problems there before, (laughs) Mr. Burfitt, for example. Yeah, yeah. But I, Patman Jones. Yeah, and well, he went to Denver, so let's not talk about (laughs) that too much. Um, I dumping ground for the AFC North, aren't they? Pretty much. Um, I hope that it they'll be they'll have a different identity next season. That for me is the main thing. They've still got massive holes. They've got Mr. Ordinary quarterback. They've got massive pace difficulties in their linebackers. They're They've got the slowest linebacking core that I can remember any team having. They've not really addressed a great deal. Free agency has they have not been stellar. There's no one point you've looked at the Bengals and gone, Christ, they've signed him. I wish we got him. It's just not really happened. So, well, they picked up Jermaine Pratt in round three uh, from NC State. They got Jonah Williams. He just fell into them from the Alabama uh, tackle in the first well, round. They, the thing what was interesting is they would draw. I think they drafted thirteenth. And the Steelers traded with the Broncos to nip 11th. one ahead of them. So we we picked, went up to tenth. Yeah, to get ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you went up to tenth. Sorry, and you got Devin Bush. Yes. So I think you stole that from them. Yes. Because I think that's who they would have picked. Absolutely. Which is obviously why you went they in were, and stuck yeah, one to were, them. Yeah. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Don't worry. Yeah. So they they went. They had the slowest linebacking course. What did they pick? An offensive tackle. Yeah. Obviously. Well, Jonah Williams at that point, it was a kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. It was yeah. Just, you know, everyone was screaming that was the person to pick. Uh, they picked up Ryan Finley at quarterback from uh, from NC State as well in the fourth round. Don't know if that means anything. They need to you, you need to bring competition every year anyway. I don't care what team you are, but um, they're going to have to make a decision on Dalton at some point because he flakes in big games. So as long as he does that under the lights, then there's no point in thinking they're going to be have a winning season again. But so. they're not paying him a massive contract, and let's be honest, they're going to have to soon though. Okay, at that point you get rid of him. But right now they're not paying him a massive contract, and you say yes, he's flakes in big games. What is the chances of them getting to a big game anytime Every now soon? And again, they have to play Sunday night or Thursday, yeah, you know, and that's that screws them. Okay, then you okay then that screws them. They get a better pick, so which helps them replace their They've bang been average quarterback. Good draft classes for a while, Dave. Their problem is the fact that they're constantly winning five or six games, which means that they're picking. 12, 13, ah, it's 14. It's the Chargers syndrome. It's Chargers syndrome. It's, that's exactly it's what like it is. the king is here, isn't it? <laughs> no, but it's true, though. It's absolutely true. When I mean, they don't often pick. I can't remember the last time they picked fifth or last time they picked third or second without trading. 
Right. They just they don't do it. No. And what talent have they got to trade up for that? Tyler Reifert? I mean, you're getting a second for AJ him, Tops. Green. They're not getting rid of AJ Green. And are you pay are you paying a first for AJ Green? No, no. you're not. No, you're not. So <laughs> that takes it out of the equation. Mm-hmm. They just don't have enough talent to be able to buy those high draft picks. So it might not be I I if it was me. Not because I want him, just because the ends just <laughs> might justify the means. Well, Looking forward to that then, uh, Bengals fans. Yeah. <laughs> Another season with let's, Andy Dalton let's getting just into hope, five wins. Let's just hope it's something different to what we've seen previously. And like winning in a, oh, sorry, losing in a new way. Uh, they can always figure out a way to lose. Everyone can. <laughs> Even the Steelers. Even the Steelers can, but they usually figure out a way to win. Not last season you didn't. You lost, to the, you lost to the Broncos and the Raiders. I've told you before, Dave. The Steelers play down to bad opponents, <laughs> play up to good opponents. It's fairly obvious. We finished seventh in the conference, so we missed out by half a game yep. for the playoffs. That draw was against the Browns, I believe. It was in week one. Yes. Neither one of us could be bothered to finish it in overtime. Let's talk about the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Moved on from Le'Veon Bell. Moved on from Antonio Brown. Yep. I've heard nothing bad coming out of the locker room this season. So, the- unless... Bottom of the office, but got everyone tied up. Then uh, genuinely, maybe he's not the, problem. the only time I've heard you guys in the news is your head coach signing a new contract. That's it. Yeah, there's been nothing else. The occasional, well, the the occasional, you know, a former Steelers head scout says AB's a bellend. That's literally <laughs> that's it. You hear nothing else. Yeah, it's weird because I'm not used it's to so it. So nice, but it's, it's so weird because nice. we it's normally that, that drama is gone. It okay, is that gone. drama's gone. I agree that drama's gone. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you that. I'm 100% agreed. But that talent's gone as well. You can't argue with that. Yeah, there's talent. Yes. No, no, no. I'm saying that talent's gone. Yeah. You have to replace that talent. Yeah. Now, you've got Connor, who's I'm not concerned about. He did very well last season. Yes. But he did very well because you had an air attack who had AB, who is the most dangerous wide receiver since 2013, ranking first over all stats yep. first and foremost second thing is you had Juju Smith-Schuster who is now your number one overall wide receiver yep. who was not being double teamed who now is going but to be but did outscore Antonio Brown because he wasn't being double teamed and played every game that's fine that's <laughs> fine know, Antonio I agree. Brown I'm not disagreeing with game. these I'm not disagreeing with these but the fact is he was on single man coverage last time mm-hmm. last season this season he's not going to be and I'm not saying that's not going to mean he's not going to be successful because well if he's good enough he'll, he'll which he is come on okay he is okay so <laughs> <laughs> the end of the it'll season. be interesting to see that's mm-hmm. the only thing I'll say mm-hmm. when he hasn't got when he's got two men draped all over him well, we moved up for Devin Bush, as we talked about yeah. in the first round. Second round, we picked up Deontay Johnson, wide receiver out of Toledo. Um, we then picked that up great football in school, Toledo. Look, well, like Eastern Michigan, where Antonio Brown came out of. It doesn't matter about the school sometimes, it's about the talent. So just call your Jets, all right? I quite like Dante Moncrief as well. I liked him at the Colts. And did, did you see his okay first ever catch? First ever in the NFL? No, 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 for as a Steeler. Yeah. And it bounced off his helmet. Yeah. And it was it was intercepted. It was a fumble or something like that. Yeah. Oh. But, um, Dante Moncrief. Do you know what? I'm not worried because I think the unit overall is better. Yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to this season. Uh, no drama. We've got Devin Bush in there who looks amazing straight off the bat. Forget about the drama for a minute. I know that's a big thing. I can't forget about no, the no, drama. No, no, no. 
it's just so nice to be able not to, right. to worry about coming in it on the forget about the drama yeah you have the most talented team in this division thank you done you okay. should win some it. people would moan that it's the Browns that's got the most no, talent no that's not right they've got some very very good players you have the best team in this division okay you should win this division if you don't win this division <laughs> Mike Tomlin should Pretty not sure. be there I'm I'm 100% correct okay two years on the bounce where the Steelers don't qualify yeah, know, don't yeah, win the it division would, it would be silly goodbye essentially that should be the message well that's fine if there's another head coach waiting in the wings that's better then I'm all ears to uh, to hear it is Jeff Fisher <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm you not sh- going 7 and 9 again you should win it you should win the division <laughs> um, Brown should be second but yeah. the Ravens can upset all of this by going on some crazy run and no one's no one can tell what plays they have it, yeah it's yeah. madness and as much as I don't like the Ravens, I do like Lamar Jackson. Coming into the draft when he came in a couple of years ago, I, he was my second, no, third favourite quarterback. Ahead of Donald, I think it was. Third favourite. Who's your second then? Um, Mayfield. Who's your first? Mahomes. Mahomes wasn't in that draft, was he? I'm no, he wasn't. He was the year before. I'm getting confused on Mayfield, Mayfield went, was my favourite then Mayfield went first overall it was Mayfield, then it Donald, was Darnold then Lamar Jackson um, and then it was Rosen went 10 I believe yeah Rosen was my 5th favourite um, I can't believe five. I can't believe 9, nine oh, no, teams no 4th I can't believe 9 teams passed up on him that's <laughs> disgraceful <laughs> we're getting really confused there. Let's inside, go on joke. To, <laughs> inside joke inside yeah. joke let's go on to the Browns then the last team in the yeah. uh, FC North but um, you know they've made a lot of moves They've now got Odell Beckham Jr. They moved off Jabril Peppers and Kevin Zeitler for that trade. Uh, they picked up Eric Murray from Kansas City. They gave away Emmanuel Ogba for that. Um, uh, my biggest concern for the Browns is their head coach. That's Freddie my biggest Kitchens. concern. Yes. Untested, yeah. Now, not only is he untested, he's never held a coordinator's job. What do you mean he was offensive coordinator? Oh, no, he was... No, he wasn't offensive coordinator. I think he was a running coach. backs coach or something like that. He was never no, an offensive... QB coach, wasn't he? No, I don't think he was. I think he was a running backs coach or like... I thought that was the whole point. It was his relationship Punting with coach or something the, like that. Yeah, I don't think to do with him I being I thought he was offensive coach. coordinator, to be honest. I'm no, he wasn't. Just think about this now. I don't think he was. Genuinely don't think he Dave, was. Dave, what are you doing? Right, I'm going to Google it while we're talking. <laughs> you carry on talking, sunshine. Okay. They've done a lot of moves. They had a good... Well... And a, a fairly good draft. Uh, Greedy Williams, cornerback from LSU. Um, split opinion from a lot of draft analysts. He's good on the outside. He's not a very physical player, so he could get smoked on the inside routes. Um, I think there were much better cornerbacks out there. So, But 46th pick in the draft. It's not, not terrible. Um, Mac Wilson from Alabama. Anytime you're picking up a linebacker from Alabama, you're going to be happy. Uh, probably the best pick out of their draft class. Picked up Austin Seabert, a kicker. So, you know, they can help themselves but take a kicker. Um, but they've done a lot of work in free agency. So. I still like Greedy Williams. The, the thought of their backfield containing Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward is a huge positive. certainly one. helps to have Denzel Ward on the other side as long as he stays healthy. Yes. Well, it's the fact that Greedy Williams has been notoriously described as a ball hog and you've got someone like Denzel Ward who can just kind of look after no. him. Yeah. Um, it's a similar thing we've got Bryce Callahan um, at Denver I'm not going to go too much into that but we've got Bryce <laughs> Callahan, who again is a bit of a ball hog and he's got Chris Harris Jr. looking after him that's yeah. the partnership that you want yeah no that's fair enough but um, 
you know, you've just got to like their offense, really. You know, with OBJ and uh, who is it? Nick Chubb. I, was, I keep wanting to say Bradley, but that's the wrong one. So Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, um, tight end. David Njoku. The, yeah, is it Njoku? Yeah. Do you know what it confused me? Is because in our mock draft that year where he he got drafted, I picked him going to the Cowboys. And so I always now think of Njoku being at the Cowboys. So that's, my, that's on me. But, <laughs> well, that's just wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. It's always been wrong. But I mock drafted him to the Cowboys and I thought it was a perfect fit. Only <laughs> you could believe your own mock draft over reality. <laughs> Christ. I've done a bit of research. So he was offensive coordinator for about, a, for, for about a fortnight. I knew wasn't, it. wasn't very long. I knew it. Yeah, Thank before you. that, before that, he's been an associate coach, so tight end what? coaches. He was, he's, he's a coach for the associates. Associate coach and associate running backs coach, tight end coach, in the, in the graduate office. assistant. I mean, come on, the guy's massively, massively underqualified. Coaching the guy doing the filing. Will he last a season? Freddie Kitchens? Mm-hmm. That all depends on the results, Dave, as you know. Well, it's a results-driven business. Okay, Captain Obvious. Do you think the results will warrant him keeping his job? Do you know what? The the way that Baker came into the league and he can thread that needle. Yeah. He can make the throws. He's got the receivers to catch the ball as well. As long as OBJ makes the effort this year mm-hmm. and then try and one-hand everything when you could uh, like two-hand safe catch it, then they've got a good chance of going over double digits in the wins. Oh, I think they could be 10 and 6. Wow. Or okay. And five. You're wrong, but okay. Interesting. <laughs> I don't I just don't I'm see it. they could be. They could be. Yeah, yeah they could uh, be. On the other hand, you're right. They're a, as far as I can see, they're a team of individuals. It's still Cleveland. Yeah. All right. They're still a monkey on the back that they've got to get off. I think um, they are the exact opposite of the Patriots. Okay. In all honesty, I think the similarities in the fact that they are a team who will lean on their quarterback. Yeah. And the experience or one is the experience, obviously. It's just the leadership qualities, isn't it? Exactly. The exact opposite comes from the fact that the Patriots are a team who aren't stacked with individual talent, but are a great team. The Browns are a team who are stacked with individual talent, but potentially aren't a great team. The Patriots have a team who is led by a great coach, Freddie Kitchens. You have, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? They seem to be the exact I, opposite. I get it completely, Dave. I, and I, show I, you can't, I can't get over that. That's, I can't get over it. Yeah, until they give me a whole season of actually going and winning the games, then mm-hmm. no, I'm not buying and if you, what Cleveland's so, selling. Uh, last season, after Hugh Jackson left, they went five and three. So it's not as though they they tore it up. They had a winning record, which for the yeah. Browns is huge. Well done, Browns. <laughs> anyway, that tells us it's going to be ten and six, double that record. Let's just that's what I said for hell's sake. Yeah, that's fine. The teams who they played in that five and three were not good teams. Okay. I'm not going to lie, Denver was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so they weren't great teams. Yeah. Their their schedule this year is not easy. And the fact is they're playing... There's no point looking at schedules. It's well, just, you, know, you gonna, say You're going to have to play 16 games. They're going to be tough games. For the not, most part. Not always. For the most part. It's going to be a tough game. I agree, but the fact is, you if you look at... Um, the teams that they played last season and got success against, they weren't great teams. Mm. And that's all you, that's all you can go off. I just I'm not buying into it. That's the only that's all I'm saying. All I'm right, just not buying right. into all it. Alright. So you think and, they come what, second division? Yeah, I think so. So Steelers win it. Steelers win it. Browns and or Ravens. Depending, depending yeah, on what the Ravens, the Ravens do. Yeah, they're the weird one. I mean the Bengals are nailed on. 
you know, they yeah, you know where they're coming. <laughs> I would like, to, I would Sorry. prefer to see the Ravens finish second. See, I wouldn't because I hate the Ravens. So, I the Browns, like I said in previous years, you know, they're the kind of whipping boy of the league. Yeah. So it's quite nice to to see them getting some level of success for a change. You know, no, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, it's also how much can OBJ stay fit? Because when was the last time he played? A full season. He, he was out last year with his. He, he had an ACL. Year before, I think he broke his wrist or something, or a shoulder yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. There's no guarantee he's gonna, gonna finish the whole season out. No, but or marry a kicking net or something. You know, true. Who knows? But at the same time, he's been relatively quiet over the off season, and by your thought process that can yeah. only be a positive thing yeah yeah I think hopefully you can prove a point he has just signed I read somewhere he has just signed a massive clothing line deal or something where he's going to start designing clothes okay that's always good yeah that's always good just to, what you want I'm hoping they're all going to be brown <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break Dave we'll yep. come back and we'll do the other two divisions yep sounds good Welcome back, guys, to the Jim and the King Over podcast. This is the AFC preview show. <laughs> Smooth. That was like your local radio DJ Thank voice. Thank you. I've had a break, so I'm... I'm <laughs> and it's ruined. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on to the AFC South, shall we, Dave? Yeah. Two divisions to go. Starting then with the Houston Texans, the team mm-hmm. that won the division. Won last Bloody year's. tough division. It, uh, three, three good teams in it. And the Jags. Ooh. <laughs> Let's see what happens this Last year. Last year they won five games, I think. Yeah, the topsy turvy Jags, weren't yeah. they? Because the year before that they were top of the division and the Texans were bottom of the division. Yes. So they switched places. Uh, it's been a weird season for, well, off season for the for the Texans. Still got Bill O'Brien there in charge. Yeah, but the problem the problem is he's now engineered yeah. the firing of the GM and he's kind of taken yeah. over as the GM as well <laughs> and doing a really bad job. Yeah, it was seemingly. A shit yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's look at the draft quickly then for them. They were all ready to take Andre Dillard with the twenty-third pick. Unfortunately, the Eagles jumped up to twenty-two and picked Andre Dillard at offensive tackle. Yeah. And they clearly scrambled and just picked up Titus Howard because they needed an offensive tackle. I think he. There's a good, fairly good chance he would have been high on their board anyway because there's no doubt he was they, obviously their second choice. Well, but they. They have the they have the most sacked quarterback in modern NFL history. Yeah, of course they need line help. They just do. So yeah, it it's it's an interesting question as to what would have happened if Dillard would have still been on the board. Would they have gone for the offensive line, or would have they would they have would they have gone with the consensus pick of, of what we thought they would do? I mean, it's interesting. We don't know. Mm. They had to pick up offensive help, and they did. So yeah. Technically, it's a good signing. No, it's still a good signing. It's just a little bit of a reach uh, for that player. Um, much better was their second round pick of Lonnie Johnson Jr. from Kentucky. Uh, probably the best press corner from the line of scrimmage uh, that was coming out of that draft class. Max Sharping, offensive tackle from uh, Northern Illinois. Um, probably a very good guard. His feet probably not as good as uh, as Titus Howard's. Kahale uh, Waring is the real kind of boom or bust player out of that draft class though at tight end from San Diego State he's a guy that's an athletic freak but he needs some work refining 
his actual technique. Yeah, otherwise. I mean, he's, he's a typical late round pick. Mm. You hope he's going to turn up in a year or two, well, a couple of years. Third round, it's still, you're hoping he's going to be a starter. Yeah, in a year or two. Well, um, how many third rounders normally start? You don't all, you don't get 100% of them. If he can show up in a no, year, they'll be happy. No, but I mean, they've got a bit of a gap really at tight end because Ryan Griffin's basically their, their number one tight end. Fedorowicz, Darren Fells. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, point taken. Right. <laughs> yeah, point made. <laughs> and um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Texans do. It's such a, a difficult division. I think it's just the hardest division uh, in the AFC, possibly Disagree. in both uh, conferences. Uh, I think it's third overall, both conferences. I I would argue the case that it's probably the hardest. Okay. From what I see, because I see four genuinely competitive teams there now. It used to be really weak that division. I think it's two Wests. They've got. I think it's the quarterbacks to set them apart. Because I really rate Deshaun Watson, and Andrew Luck is obviously a great. quarterback. Yeah, but then the other two are Foles, the yeah. eternal backup, Super Bowl MVP, and, and Mariota. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you see my point though. We'll it's not, it's not really the quarterbacks. Like, we'll talk about them in a minute. But I'm just saying, you know, Deshaun my- Watson. I think I would. I would be tempted to take him over Luck. Uh, I wouldn't. I w- the problem I have with the Texans. Before his ACL injury. The problem I have with the Texans is every year they're an injury away from being a disaster zone. <laughs> they're losing potentially one of their playmakers, Jadavian Clowney. He wants out. He's been franchise tag this year, but he wants out. He does. Now that's a silly move because he's asked specifically for a trade. There is. They've put themselves in a bad position. They've franchise tagged him when they should have just got rid of him because they're not getting any picks for him. It's a former number one pick. They're not getting any picks for him because anyone who signs him can only sign him on a one year deal. You're not going to give up a first round pick when you can only sign him on a one year deal. Sure. I'm okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. he has to stay there and he's going to play unhappy if he plays. Let's gloss over that for a minute. He's going to play, but he's going to play unhappy, whatever. Okay. You're not going to get 100% out of him, is what it is. The next thing is at safety and corner. So they right. lost Kareem Jackson. He's gone yeah. to the Broncos. Yeah. They've also lost. But they uh, got Lonnie Johnson Jr. Okay. They. He's probably better than Kareem Jackson. Okay, that's fine. He's never played in the NFL before. No. Who did they replace him with? And and they also lost. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. I can only think of his nickname. Uh, Honey Badger. Oh. Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew, there you go. So they lost Tyron Matthew as well. So in the backfield, and who have they replaced him with? Bradley Roby. Yeah. That's a concern. <laughs> and they're paying him $10 million a year. Okay. Bradley Roby. I mean, yeah. good Lord. Mm. Well, okay. So that's my big concern for them. And their offensive line, has it got any better? I know they've made some signings. Has it got any better? Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah. Their biggest asset is also their most vulnerable. They need to protect him more, and they've made some steps to do that. I'm surprised they didn't pick up a wide receiver in the draft. Yeah. Uh, they, I think they may have picked a successor for Javion Clowney and uh, Charles Amenahu in the fifth round out of Texas. He's a very versatile defensive Amenahu? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've got some you know, confidence in the Texans that they're going to have a very good season this year um, and actually protect Sean Watson so he can get some production going. They've still got the best. I now, I'm willing to put my hat on this one. They've got the best wide receiver in the game. Really? Yep. Mm, I had no idea he moved from the Falcons, but okay. <laughs> I must have missed that one. Oh, is he going to start catching touchdowns now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't, you can only catch what you get thrown. Awful idea. Yeah, well, that's his fault, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, okay, that's Texans done. Well, the one thing I would say is they went on a pretty mad run last year where I think they won like eight in a row or nine in a row or anything. That was the Colts. No, that was them. <laughs> no, that was the Texans. And the Texans. And the Texans, anyone that they played last year, they, they had reasonably easy schedule. This division is going to be an interesting one. This is going to make it the most interesting in the fact that they have... Everyone in this division has a very, very hard schedule. It's yeah. the hardest across out of all. Every year there's a division. We look at all of the fixtures because all the teams in the division share the, share the same fixtures, more mm-hmm. or less. And you look at them and say, wow, they, uh, that's the division that's going to be decided by who shows up in the big games. Right. Um, I don't have faith that the Texans are going to be the team that are going to show up in the big games. Okay. okay. I think the segue, Colts yeah. will. Colts will. Colts. Yeah, which brings us to <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank Reich had a really good first season as a head coach, didn't he? Yes. I think that, um, getting the most out of Andrew Luck. I think expectations generally were quite low because that helps. Yeah, it massively. The fact that you had a quarterback who couldn't throw a Hail Mary, um, so they had to bring in Brissett to throw the Hail Mary, and everyone was like, hey, his shoulder's gone, his shoulder's gone. He came yeah. in, looked fantastic. Quentin Nelson, what a sign-in. Um, yeah, looked like a great team. And do you know what? I would go as far as to say they're everyone's second favourite team at the moment. I've never liked the Colts. Neither have I. But I like them now. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to do well. No, they're so, they're so vanilla. So vanilla. You can't root for them. Okay. When you're watching a game, yeah. everyone's siding with them. Everyone more or less sided with them in the playoffs. Apart well, from the Patriots. Of course well, yeah. But I mean, throughout all of the playoffs, everyone was saying, yeah, you know, these are the teams who can, these are the teams who we're expecting. Mm. And they, I think they played the Patriots, didn't they played the Chiefs? They lost to the Chiefs, they didn't play well, the Patriots. I wouldn't have rooted for them over Well, you wouldn't have, because you're <laughs> a homosexual. We've I'm established homosexual. this. But I think they're I'm a very excited team. I'm proud about that. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be too proud. Why not? <laughs> Never mind. What's wrong with Pat? They had a great draft as well. Um, Rocky, they didn't have a first round pick. But um, they did pick up Rocky Sin, yep. cornerback from Temple in the second round. They also picked up Ben Benogu and Paris Campbell, wide receiver. Paris Campbell looks great, actually. He's a really ultra-fast, shifty, deep-cross runner. Think like Percy Harvin, who's played for the Seahawks. Yeah. Trust me. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no I'm, 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 I saw game tape of him. Um, you're, not, you're, not, you're not sold on this guy? Nope. Mm, okay. Floppy hands. Well, so was Percy Harvin, but it was so quick. <laughs> oh, great. If you can catch it in space, and Andrew Luck can get that ball in, then as long as his shoulders okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think they're, 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 they'll win this division. I think they are uh, the team to watch out for. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Second place goes to the next team we're going to mention. Is that the uh, perennial bridesmaids? Tennessee the, Titans. Yeah. Yes, you have always yeah. the bridesmaid, never the bride. I think what's interesting this year is this is the year that Mariota has to produce. He just he absolutely has to because now there is a backup there who potentially is as good as he is. Mm. But what they've got is two quarterbacks who I'm not yeah, sure they can. There, I'm not sure they can get through a season between them. <laughs> <laughs> they've got to kind of synchronize injuries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll be like when women become friends they synchronise periods maybe, they, oh, maybe they're going to synchronise ACL tests don't do that don't do that boys <laughs> it's like the hokey cokey one goes in the other <laughs> one goes out in out in out 
That's a lifestyle um, choice. Another, uh, another uh, great draft again for the Titans. They picked up Jeffrey Simmons in the first round from Mississippi State. Think Fletcher Cox, Mark II. Um, the only problem with him is he's got an ACL injury that could keep him out the entire season. So that was a kind of future pick yeah. they made there. Um, they picked up AJ Brown in the second round for Malmiz. Again, great uh, value. A bit like a Jarvis Landry kind of big slot receiver. Maybe not quite as shifty, but they needed some wide receiver help. Um, Nate Davis, starting right guard. Amani Hooker, safety. They needed some safety help. Um, yeah. I think it was another another solid... They had like six picks. So, considering that, they did pretty well. Free agency, they signed Adam Humphreys, a uh, wide receiver from the Texans. So, stayed... Uh, the Bucks. From the Bucks. So, no, he stayed... not a bad receiver, Adam Humphreys. No, I think he's absolutely fine. Receiver. Nice slot receiver. Got a burn on him as well. Yeah. Um, but there's been questions over his injuries. Uh, he... He tend, if he gets injured he's out for a while so I think he missed seven games a couple of years ago yeah there was a there was a gap yeah um, obviously Tannehill um, they've yeah. also signed re-signed Vaccaro and got Cameron Wake who they desperately needed edge rushing help old man help. Wake no he's not a bad signing though he's no model professional wow he is <laughs> has he ever done anything wrong I've never heard him in the news so yeah, exactly okay. that's okay. all you need to know he's like 38 years old so It'll be a first ballot, I think. Uh, Just I'm for su- longevity. I, I I liked him. Maybe second. I think I. I think he's one of those. He's one of those guys. I can't remember which. Um, I saw him on a program. It was like one of the, not all or nothings, but it was something like that. It was right. He's one of those, and he impressed me. Just because there was some, I can't remember who it was. I'm being really vague, and this probably doesn't yeah. help. But there was one of the players who was having a bit of a, a rant about something. He basically just got up and told him to sit down and shut up. Right. And it was kind of that thing of no one else argued, and the player just did. And it was kind yeah. of like I like that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah the respect and yeah. Really. And that probably says a lot. That's probably why he's there as much as anything. I mean, if you think for a Dolphins fan, that's the only name you'd get on the shirt. Now they have to go for Ray Finkel, Drake. <laughs> The rapper? No. Let's talk about the last team then in yep. the AFC South. Yep. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. Jags. They've, they've finally moved on from Blake Bortles, given them over to the Rams. Rams. And they have picked up Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. I think it was a mistake to get rid of Bortles. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Okay. They're paying him 40 million quid anyway. Just keep him. Keep him as your backup. There's no reason to get rid of him. They're still paying him mm. to keep him. Yeah. I don't even know who their backup is. I genuinely, I literally know clue. It's not Kessler because he's gone to the Eagles, I think. Um, I mean, they picked up Gardner Minshew in the draft. But it was like, <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, round six. He's not really a kind of Jacksonville style quarterback either. What do you um, mean? Because he can throw. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he's more of an air raid style QB, you know, likes to spread out the ball rather than. Yeah, it still means you can throw it fifteen yards. I think that that is a perfect place for Nick Foles to make a name for himself again. Apart from one obvious glaring issue, go on then. There's no one to catch the ball. There's not. There's Marquise Lee, and that's it. <laughs> the Albino Tiger. Yeah, I don't honestly don't think there's. It's not the right place for them. It's, if he, he if if I was him, I I'd have gone there and said I want wide receivers. 
it is weird they didn't pick up one wide receiver in the draft. Well, they picked up um, Josh Allen, the other one. Amazing. Yeah, Fell brilliant. Number seven. There's no absolutely no brilliant. Way it should have happened. And then, but Jawan Taylor the, in the that's second the, round. That's the better pick. Yeah. Second round. Everyone was saying that that's who they're going to pick up with the, the fifth. First round. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. How so, did Jawan Taylor fall to him in the second round? I'm assuming that he got caught with crack on him, or there's something. So, but that's now Cam Robinson on the left side and Jawan Taylor on the right side. That yes. is the two edges sealed. Yes. And they've got Andrew Norwell as the left guard, and they've got Leonard Fournette running back. There's no, there's no reason why the running game shouldn't. Work. Uh, there's one very, very good reason why it won't do because if the running back decides he's no longer wants to play, well, as in last season. Point. Well, no, they signed uh, Alfred Blue as well, who's oh, going to be, God. he's going to be a good back. He's going to be a guy who can come in and do a job. There's nothing wrong with two yard job. Well, he, but he's a guy who's like Rick Burkhead. He'll give you everything to get five yards, and he'll come off and he'll he be. He falls over at first contact. He's like Brandon Jacobs. That's just not true. He looks like Tarzan, runs like James. <laughs> That's just not true. <laughs> Absolutely true. We have to agree to disagree, but. All right. <laughs> well, they picked up Josh Oliver from uh, San Jose State, a tight end in the third round. Um, filled a big need for them because obviously they've only got like. James O'Shaughnessy as the tight end. And Have they not got Mercedes? Day, not got Mercedes Lewis anymore. No, they've not got Mercedes Lewis anymore. Where's he though. gone to? I don't know. A used car dealership somewhere. He's no. <laughs> um, got the right name. He's got a stripper name. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> and he's in Florida, so you know, <laughs> it all works down there. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean they're overpaying Marquise Lee. Nine million. What yen? Jesus. <laughs> they got D.D. Westbrook. They've got Keelan uh, Cole. D.D. Westbrook. D.J. Chark. D.D. Westbrook. He came out and said in an interview that yeah. he was going to get 200 yards on his debut. Yeah, well. And he got two. And I know because I put him in my fantasy team. I got him off waivers and put him in my fantasy team. I was desperate. <laughs> so you believed him. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it. That's why I remember I'm it. <laughs> I got like 1.3 points. Yeah. And the guy on my bench got 31. Nothing helps memory like pain. No, I know, it? right? He's <laughs> like that ex-girlfriend who cheated on me. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Which one? No, all of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang on. Have we got any surprises happening in the AFC South? Because no. I'm not going to pick anyone. Uh, I will. I'll go, go Colts. You're going Colts, aren't Colts you? first. Right. Uh, Titans, second. Yes, you said that, yeah. Because of their D. Yeah. And then Jags or Texans. I want to say no do you know what Jags sod it why yeah. not Jags yeah just again because of their day I I said it last season Texans are frauds they're <laughs> winning easy games they beat us they beat mm. the Raiders that, yeah. they're the only games that they won they didn't beat anyone of note I think they've got a great quarterback and they've got the best wide receiver in the game and you've got a great chance if you've got those two things you're wrong <laughs> what am I wrong about the wide receiver in the game. Let's just uh, move, let's gloss over it. Let's gloss over it. Let's go, let's go. Right, one more division to go. And the division. Well, it's a division. The division. It's the AFC West. Produced the top two teams in the AFC last year. Yep. In the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. Other than that, though, twelve and four, I believe. They both were. Uh, yeah. Twelve and four. Twelve and four. Yep. Who are we going to look at first then? Uh, Raiders. Only Raiders? only because we've already kind of done it. Long today. Well, only because we've kind of already done it and we can kind of gloss over that sure. bit because, you know, they're not all sure. interesting. So we had somewhat of a debate prior to recording yeah. about their draft class. 
Yeah. And without, I'll paraphrase you. You said it was gash. <laughs> I say that I'm para- paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. I did not say it was gash. You didn't. You said it was utter shit. No, I absolutely didn't. Um, no, you, you raised significant questions over it. Yes. One thing that I said is they weren't the expected picks. Feral, Abraham, or Abram. They keep on calling him Abraham. Abram. Abram. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember who the other one was. Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Those first two a picks running are trash back. as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. Because there's every chance, an outside chance, that Mike Mayock might know a bit more than me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a big chance, I'm going to yeah. say. But... We've seen it before where people have been picked and you've gone, Christ, that's a bad pick. And all of a sudden, you, uh, not, not long afterwards, you go in, that's a wrong. great pick. Yeah. Denzel Ward. People are going, why have you picked Ward? Why haven't you gone Chubb? At the moment, yeah. can you separate them in terms of impact on the game? I'm not sure. Chubb's a brilliant player. Mm. But Ward is he's top level. Well, Bradley Chubb is an amazing Yeah, absolutely. End, so. But in terms of... And Denzel Ward's been injured a lot as well. Mm, not a lot he doesn't miss that many games mm. but anyway off topic anyway yeah carry in on. terms of Raiders I'm willing to say let's look at what their draft class does I'm not going to sit here and say they've they've bummed out they've reached or anything like that the fact is they, they haven't reach. picked the, <laughs> the anticipated players yes but there's still every chance that these could be generational players three first round picks you expect them to be Raiders got saved didn't they with their fourth pick with what the Giants did with the fifth <laughs> yeah, Pop everyone. Beer, right? It's that kind of thing where it's diversity tactics where you say, yeah. say to your mate, go and do something stupid over there so no one's going to see me bum out asking this girl out who's too hot for me. It's pretty clear that Mike Mayock wanted to make a statement with his, his first year as a GM and not just doing it for, you know, ESPN. Yeah. Or NFL, wherever he's doing it for. Um, Cleveland Farrell is a very good defensive end. He's not a top four player. When you're picking a top four defensive end, you're thinking just everyone Clowney, Khalil Mack, you know, the Bosas. Yeah. He's not he's not in anywhere near that category. Um you say that. And then Josh Jacobs, okay, he might have been the consensus number one running back, but no, there but was no consensus running back being taken taken in the first round. But so you've wasted a first round pick on a guy you could have taken in the second or third. But these players can turn out to be that good. Okay. They can. That's but all I'm was, saying. Okay. I, ag- I agree with also you. Nothing spectacular about his play. And I agree with you. Used a lot in college. I agree with you that when you're looking at it on paper, it looks like they've wasted a once in a lifetime opportunity. You, yeah. How often do teams have three first round picks? I know they've sold the Garden Gate in order to get it. You get quite a lot, but uh, wow, well, they didn't. Yeah. I don't think they got three. <laughs> they have. Did they? Yeah. Mm, Two right. years ago, when they had, and Joker was their third pick, wasn't it? So. They had, May- I thought, they had Mayfield, Ward, and then Njoku in the first round. I thought that was Njoku was close second. Either way. No. So, it, all right, it doesn't happen very often. So, no. what we've now got is a Browns team who, through those first round picks, have got a very, very good team. Yeah. At the moment, I don't, see, I don't see that Raiders team becoming this wonderful class of players because the three players they've picked don't look great but you know what I'm more than willing to say that there is a we just need to hold off and just say look give him a chance give him a chance there's nothing wrong with the Jonathan Abram pick as well as I can see apart from the fact he's an idiot but yeah Yeah, you can't cut me just joking Trayvon Mullen at cornerback great you know like you said with the Raiders if they've got so many holes anything's an improvement so Max Crosby at defensive end um, Foster Moreau 
he wore 18 at LSU, which you have to be like a choir boy to wear number 18 at LSU. That's a special uh, thing there. So tight end. Hunter Renfro, wide receiver from Clemson. He could be a, a fairly decent clutch receiver. Um, and defen- and Quinton Bell. Don't know, because he played for Prairie View A&M. But, um, <laughs> I didn't even know that was college. I'm, I'm guessing he was all right. <laughs> or they saw, or Mayock saw something in him. Mm. He had a lot of time on his hands. Uh, yeah, I th- no matter what they do, they've decided what kind of team they're going to be, and it's still a clown team. Yeah. Um, Gruden, for all his talking about being you know, a nightmare for other teams and and instilling this kind of toughness, they still love the 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 show, you know, the razzmatazz and the cameras being on them. Well, it almost just seems to be. It almost just seems to be that they are effectively they're the show team they're the ones yeah. who are filling all of the column inches and there's a reason why it's Harden's unnecessary this yeah year. yeah absolutely they knew what they were getting yeah and you're getting it's, it has been entertaining to watch it's been the best hard knocks I've seen in quite a while yeah, um, just because of all the nonsense like and the so... noise around it but I don't mind that the fact is when you've got good teams don't have film crews show up but when you've got the turnover of players that they've had the sheer number of new players that have come in yeah that's a concern. I'm glad we've got them week one. Yeah. I'm glad Denver have got them week one. Really glad. Okay. Um, I think we've Is got them. Home? Yes, I believe so. I think we've got them last as well. Okay. Which will make us fighting for the wooden spoon more than likely. Um, but it's just the sheer number of players that they've bought in. Every team brings in a lot of players, but these are starters that are coming in, like Burfitt, like Marshall. I mean, they've bought in... I don't know if Nelson's going to be still be there or not. I've got no idea. He's signing one-year contract extension. Yeah. Um, but it's just a sheer number of players that are coming in that, that is a concern. Um, and it seems to be a lot of sound bites that are coming out of there as well. And it's not just one particular person that's talking. It's everyone. I mean, you don't normally hear from GMs. All of a sudden, a GM's coming out saying he's got to be all in, all out, and et cetera, et cetera. There was some breaking news that I saw earlier on, by the way. Okay. Um, so AB has practiced with a new helmet there you go I mean he is a helmet uh-huh. not, they, they also they brought in I don't know if you saw the first episode of Hard Knocks they yeah. showed Ronald Ollie mm-hmm. and if you've got Netflix and you have a chance to check out Last Chance the U uh, Ronald Ollie was a defensive tackle and it showed him at high school um, I actually watched it he is he is quite decent but he's a tool. kind of got the impression that the fact the fact was that they just brought him in there just to show him off and then cut him because he he didn't really play, play too hard and then got injured and then they it's good it's good on an exercise bike though <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean they, it's like they've just done it because they were told to do it and they just go ahead and do whatever the cameras tell them to do I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt and hope that's not the case I mean the fact is the one person who can give us a real insight isn't here so anything that we're doing we're well, kind of somewhat his, his own uh, whitewashed insight into what's going on with his well, no team. but it's always interesting to hear I know I, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you've eventually. got to say about um, the Ravens team you support I'm interested <laughs> I would hope Outrageous. that I can I can provide more of an insight on the Broncos because it's the team I support and the team I know yeah, most no about to watch them, yeah. Yeah. So if you weren't here Dave we wouldn't know about <laughs> exactly who's that team the in Toledo Colorado? Broncos <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah, them. let's talk ones. about your Broncos then, shall we? Go on, Come then. on, let's get on with it. Uh, what do you reckon about your draft class? Um, happy with the draft class. Drew Lock. Happy with the first three. I think so Dalton. No offense. Dalton Reisner looks like a snub. Yeah. Dalton Reisner, you had to pick up an alternative tackle. Yes. And Drew Lock in the second round. Yeah. QB from Missouri. Yes. Uh, now, 
Dalton Reisner looks like a stud to the point where he has moved Ron Leary over to right tackle, which is no mean feat because Ron Leary is the only decent thing we've got on our O-line. Okay. Um, well, no Garrett Bowles. Yes. So, <laughs> Garrett Bowles missed the penalty flag. He is a flag machine, Garrett Bowles. And right. that, that's continued into pre-season as well. Yellow is his colour. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> so, our O-line recently has not been that great. No. And we've lost potentially our best lineman in Matt Paradis. However, Connor McGovern, who was I think drafted by the Falcons, has come in. He's looked pretty good so far, but it's difficult to know in preseason. Connor McGovern, the yep. author, probably. So <laughs> he's so good. He writes his own scripts. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> so what we've got now Flacco. is potentially the best defense in the AFC. We've got. The best linebacking core in the in you got the best well one of the best head coaches is yes well I was I was one gonna the, I, I was gonna I was gonna leave that till, I was gonna leave that until the end and we've also got we've got your offensive line coach that was a, that was the best off season signing you made superb like but the thing is guys are coming in that I've never heard of and I've googled and Google has never heard of and they're looking decent and you go in. <laughs> Wow, why is this? And then you look and it's Munchak. It's just, what are you doing, Google? Yeah, it is brilliant. You have to bing them instead. Yeah, ask Jeeves. Yeah, this feature was brought to you by Ask Jeeves. <laughs> so, I'm surprised you said only about the first three picks because Dremont Jones was exceptional value fourth round. Yeah, but he's not going to make an impact. He's not going to make an impact this season. He will do. Really? He's been bought in. He, he'd seen his injury record. I think he had three or four injuries in the past three or four years. Right. So it's reasonably consistent. Our secondary has the potential to be a game changer. It really has. Yeah. I've already mentioned two of them. Bryce Callahan, who worked with Vic Fangio in um, in Chicago. Chris Harris Jr. signed for another year. We've got Kareem Jackson playing at Strong Safety. Will Parks is there. Dakota Jeff- Watson you picked up from San Fran. Named after a stripper. Up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, we've got got real talent on the defence offence is going to be where it's going to be a bit different this year so we've signed <laughs> picked up Rich Scalietti, Rich Scalietti from the 49ers who's going to be the offensive play caller okay never play called before mm-hmm. but Good I've watched start. I've watched a lot of us in pre-season in, okay. in our training Good. and we're doing a lot of situational training which we've never done before two minute drills and things like that sure. which is great to see because we never did them under Vance Joseph sorry I have to wipe my mouth out when I say that name so we, a rough deal oh he's awful coach anyway let's gloss over that he's at Arizona now so he's got what go he on, deserves go on, yeah. so <laughs> oh, wow. what we're doing now is we're playing with almost in, constantly playing with two tight ends and them tight ends are acting as blockers and as receivers yeah so it's almost like a tight end air raid scheme which is perfect for a quarterback who isn't that mobile We've also got two vertical threats downfield in Sanders and Cortland Sun. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And we're also playing with two running backs as well, interchanging between um, sure. the two wide receivers and two running backs. And we've got a running back stroke slot receiver in Theoretic. The problem is we have got a second-round quarterback at the moment who, as described by a head coach, is a pitcher who can't pitch. <laughs> but every, every one of his throws, again, was coming off the back foot. Yeah. And he's now looking much more like a quarterback. In his last game, he got injured in the last game and he's out for the foreseeable future. But 
he actually started play calling himself. He, there was a few times when he took play calls, went, no, I'm doing this. And that was great. And you've seen him go through his progressions. He looked more like a quarterback rather than someone who's going out there going, throw it to Sutton. Loving it. And that was that. It must be good, though, that they've got Flacco in because it allows Locke now to sit for the year, hopefully, and just learn. Right? Well. There's a problem already. No. So he needed that situation where you don't have to throw him into the starting lineup. No. And that's the whole point of Joe Flacco, isn't it? You can put if, him in and get through this year. Well, first of all, with Flacco, there's not that much of a financial obligation to him. So after this year, I mean, we're still paying. Um, we're still paying, I think, our last quarter. 18.5 million. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a ridiculous amount. It's a quarterback money. Well, yeah, no, 18.5 million for a quarterback is fine. Yeah. But if you look at what we're paying our two quarterbacks. Yeah, you're dead money. Yeah. It, it's a lot we're paying. I think we're paying over thirty-three, thirty-four million, or something like that. So, it's a huge amount of money. But Kevin Hogan's been brought in. I know a lot of people laugh, but he's a very, very—he will be a coach. He'll be an NFL coach, a hundred percent. He'll go back to what he was at, the, at Cincinnati. But that's fine. But he's that's there. Not, that's know, why Cincinnati got rid of him. He is there to coach. That's exactly what he's here for. That's exactly what he's here for, and I—I I don't mind that. All right. All right. Far too much Denver talk. I no. no I'm, I'm, let me say one thing. I don't. Last thing. I don't think we're going to have that much success this season, but we'll be fun to watch, and we haven't been fun to watch in a couple of years. No. So well, that's hope, the main I, thing. I hope you're right. I hope yep. you're right. Um, let's talk then about the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> what can you say? I can start. Great news for the Chargers came out today, uh, yeah. yesterday even. Uh, Derwin James is only going to be out for three months when it looked like he was going to miss the whole season. Oh, yeah. He is. Keenan Allen got injured. Yep. Their, I think their big plus is the fact that they are no longer relying on an offense who you don't have faith in. They're now a defensive powerhouse. They really are. Oh, They're absolutely. a team who's very difficult to score against. The, I think the positive is what they did to the Ravens. The negative is what happened to them in the following the game against the Patriots. Jesus. Now, yeah, what a capitulation. I don't buy that they're going to win the division just because of the fact that they're the Chargers and they'll be Charger-ish. Mm-hmm. They'll lose big games by one point, by a misfield goal. They'll do stupid things. And that's what worries me. They drafted well. Um, I mean, yeah, Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle from Notre Dame. Yeah. He looks like... Um, Strong boy, very very strong boy. He should have been a top fifteen pick, really. He had seven sacks in his first five games before a muscle tear restricted him to basically one more sack for the season in his last last year. Nasir Adderley, who I love as a kind of Cam Chancellor style safety, you stick him next to Derwin James, there's going to be massive trouble. Um, Drew Tranquil as well, linebacker from uh, Notre Dame. Uh, he played safety before moving up to linebacker. They said a really good um, top end of the draft there. Trey Pipkins as well, an offensive tackle. They needed to get some other help there. Um, yeah, to cover Russell Okung and uh, Sam Tebby. They're, I mean, that's one of those seasons, you know, I think they're going to be fine. They're exactly what they were last season. They, they yeah. were the joint best team in the AFC. 12-4, um, they were a strong candidate for outsider in the playoffs but ultimately didn't make it I expect it to be the same this year I think they'll make the playoffs I think there's no doubt they'll make the playoffs mm. as long as Melvin Gordon falls in the line yeah, not Keenan really. Allen stays healthy uh, Keenan Allen's more of a 
um, more of an impact than Melvin Gordon. I think there's no really? doubt about okay. that. Yeah, because you can get you can get a running back to, to replace Melvin Gordon. It's not a big issue. <laughs> it's not. Well, Austin Eckler's good. He's not quite. They can bring Gordon. someone else in. All right. There's free. There's going to be a free agent on the market who'll come in. There's not an issue. They didn't draft that. a running back. So, um, but we're getting waivers coming out soon as well. So there's going to be it's running true. backs that are going to be cut, and they'll just yeah. add someone to. To their schedule. If they don't, if Gordon doesn't sign, he decides to sit out. Yeah, they'll sign someone else. It's not a sure. problem. But uh, one more year before they get their stadium, share yep. with the Rams, and then they can truly show how few fans they've got in LA. <laughs> that is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, they they arguably one of the best teams in the AFC. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah they the can't best. get. They, they've got zero fans. It's well, that's bizarre. Not Spanos, isn't it? You know? It's bizarre though. I mean, you expect in a city that big to pick up some. I mean, not, yeah. Well, I'm sure they will pick up some. Mm. As long as they have another successful season, they'll be okay. <laughs> when they only open one stand of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the TV's pointing at. Yeah, just focus on that bit. Um, one more team to do then. Mm-hmm. I'll let you take the lead on this one. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously. Nursing a right. semi over there. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Didn't quite work out in the championship game against the Patriots terrible first half immense second half almost came all the way back uh, D Ford being offside uh, meant that they traded him in the offseason to San Francisco for a 2020 second round pick uh, they picked up Darren Lee at linebacker instead from uh, the Jets they also picked up Eric Murray from Cleveland Alex Okafor as well oh, no, sorry Eman Agbor uh, and gave away Eric Murray their big move in the offseason was, of course, picking up Frank Clark uh, from Seattle. They gave up a 2020 second round pick, a first round pick this year, uh, with which the Seahawks picked up LJ Collier, and a third round pick in this year's draft. So there's a lot of draft picks to give up for, for Clark. They did pick up a third round pick, which they got Carlin Saunders, defensive tackle from Western Illinois. Um, they also went into the draft so not having a first round pick with the spectre of not having Tyreek Hill anymore so they drafted McCole Hardman wide receiver out of Georgia who is basically a Tyreek clone obviously yeah. not quite as quick but still uber quick uh, Juan Thornhill safety from Virginia he can play free or strong safety um, he's enough he's athletic enough to cover both of those uh, those roles Richard Fenton cornerback from South Carolina it was fairly obvious what they were lacking and that was defensive cover and that's what they've done you know apart from the fact that they thought they had to pick up a wide receiver uh, with their first pick I think it was unfortunate that the Tyreek Hill story came out pretty much on draft night yeah they kind of forced their hand if that and wasn't the case I don't think they would have been and picking it's nice to see that he's been acquitted of all the uh, the charges yeah, all he did was threaten to beat up his kid I mean my, my dad did that every <laughs> night I'm not sure if he actually did it no one uh, knows there's some good articles I can show you about uh, throws all that into uh, into question so yeah it's it's been an interesting season uh, off season for the Chiefs they knew where they had to strengthen they didn't need to strengthen the offence at all but they have because they've picked up uh, McCall Hardman uh, and yeah they've got a, a much improved defence so let's see if they can go one better this year I, I expect them to do that go one better being getting to the Super Bowl yeah okay and then it's a toss up I if they don't, then there's something seriously wrong going on there because they're better than last year. It's an Andy Reid team. They're not going to get to the Super Bowl for one play shot. That's the same. That's the same argument that said they weren't going to win a playoff game because of him. They lost in the playoffs. They won playoff game. Oh, and they won a playoff the Chiefs game. Chiefs curse because of uh, Alex Smith. 
They won a playoff game against the Colts. Yes. And then lost in a... Ten- they lost badly as well. They didn't lose badly. They did. Like I said, first, first half they didn't score. Second half they couldn't get stopped. So, anyway... What are you thinking of for the Chiefs then? You think it's going to be an improvement from last year? Chiefs will win the division. And they're right. too good. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll improve on last year. I think that they will pretty much be the same. I think they'll get to the playoffs. Mm. Um, they'll look great, but bum out. So, before we sign off then, Dave, because we've gone for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your... So, your surprise team for this, uh, this conference? Um, well, first of all, I think the surprise team might be the Broncos. I think we're the only team capable. There's only two surprise teams in this league. <laughs> right. If the Chargers win it, it's not a surprise. No. If the Chiefs win I'm it, it's the not a surprise. Conference, not the division. I'm looking at this. I haven't said about this conference yet. All right. I think the only the only way that the Broncos are going to be successful is picking up that second wild card spot. And for us, we're going against um, all the teams that are finishing second. And I don't fancy us winning that race. No. I think we finish. I think it's Chiefs. Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. And I don't think there's many arguments from you on that one. <laughs> um, in terms of the AFC... Can be just for the sake of it? No. Mm, no. No, I don't think you can. We've gone over an hour and a half. In terms of AFC overhaul, yes. I think the winners... I'm going to be a bit controversial. I'm going to say the Colts. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the Colts will be... will have the... Uh, no, I don't. I'm lying. What? Uh, I'm turning and throwing. I don't know. I think my brain's telling me that the Pats will get to the Super Bowl because, uh, well, it's the Pats. I don't want them to, though. Yeah. Um, I want the Ravens to and then get oh. absolutely mullered in the Super Bowl just because it'll annoy you as well. The fact that they got there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to um, ruin the Super Bowl again. So I am going to go for. Sorry, Colts. You're going for Colts? Colts. Surprise, right. surprise team. Mm hmm. Okay. Colts are my surprise team. My obvious team is the Patriots because it's the Patriots. All right. My obvious team will be the Chiefs. Okay. And my surprise team will be the Jags. That is a surprise. There you go. That is a, that. <laughs> I think what's interesting is our surprise has come from the division, which has widely well has the highest grade yeah. opponents. Yeah. In all of the NFL. Exactly. So I have a sink or swim, and um. I like what, what makes you I, I like Nick Foles as well I think he's great fun mm. but I don't see he has the weapons I don't see in the last minute of games when he needs to throw that pass I don't see Didi Westbrook being the guy who's going to be a game changer I don't think he has the tight ends he has certainly has a good line mm. it'll be interesting to see what they do at wide receiver when all the waivers start happening exactly but it's right, not quite the start of the season yet. But so. right now, they haven't picked anyone up, so I can't make that judgment yet. I, I want the Jags. I'm surprised him. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I want the Jags to. I want the Jags to be my surprise team. I really do. Okay. I just don't see it. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, there we go, Dave. We've covered off the AFC. Yep. I think with a plum. I think we have. Well. Um, time for us to take a break mm-hmm. for a week, at least. <laughs> um, but it's great to be back finally it's been so long between football games it's just not fair so it's nice to be back in the room with you yeah chatting away about nfl yeah i've missed it so much and hopefully we'll have uh, company soon as well we will um yeah make sure you're checking us out on twitter at jim and the king uh and yeah you can download the podcast and you know tell your friends about it all those other things you're supposed to do until next week though guys i've been jim that's been denver dave and thank you so much for listening 